Hey, this is Chris. Before we get to the show, let me tell you a little bit about Anchor. Anchor is our way of we record podcasts. Fantastic. Let me tell you why. It's easy. It's free. There are creation tools that we can record and edit your podcast right from your phone and your computer. Anchor will distribute your podcast for you. So it can be heard on such um, providers as Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many, many more. You can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need in a podcast and so much more. Check out Anchor, and you can find it all in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Anchor, it's a fantastic way of creating your first podcast and making it work. All right, welcome to a bonus review show. Um, yeah, we want to talk about movies and TV shows, but it's also fun to talk about these small videos. And uh, there was the music video era that Carmen was a big de- was a big deal in. Um, I don't know. Um, trying to figure out who, how to best describe Carmen. Um, Carmen was a a Christian singer who he kind of made it into Vegas, and Vegas was kind of a place where you sing different styles, you know, it's very common to do a rap song, a country song, a rock song, everything. and Carmen kind of became big, he got to know Christ, and you know, we're all Christians, so we're into that, um, and Carmen kind of did his own Vegas type show, but in a way that was very Christian friendly, um, Carmen won a lot of people to Christ from all we understood, so yay Carmen for that, but Carmen was a very eccentric dude in the Christian music video sense, and Carmen actually, and I'm here with Paul and Joe, sorry, I'm, I'm doing a big preamble to this, but <laughs> Carmen got popular, he left his Christian music label because they wanted him to do more singing, less preaching, so he said, hey, I'm actually going to do my concerts for free. And he led a lot of people to Christ. Good for that. Um, I actually saw him once at Gundarina. And he literally rented out Gundarina. Good for him. Uh, and the concerts were free. Good for him. But he was a very strange music guy. We're recording this in March of 2021. Sadly, we lost Carmen a couple weeks before we were recording this. Um, so, very strange guy. I've got Joe and Paul with me for a very quick look at Carmen. How are you guys doing? Doing great. Good. Carmen had a lot of music videos, and there was a lot of strange ones. It was funny. I actually liked the song Great God. I mean, I thought it rocked. It was a pretty good musical number. So he did a music video about this, and this was an eight-minute long music video. Um, <laughs> I don't know. Um, we've got the link to the video. Let's do it like this. I had some issues with the video. I'm going to start by a question. We'll discuss for a minute or two. Then we'll go on to the next question. After 15 minutes, we'll draw us to a close. But, uh, so the video was pretty much a class that Carmen was teaching about um, God in public schools that went to the Middle Ages and uh, how people were tried for being Christians and everything else. So, how do we start? Joe, maybe you ask the first question. Well, lots of Asking the first question. Right. Hmm. 
Well, yeah, I don't know if I have a specific question to ask. I guess a lot of things that a lot of thoughts about this and even just trying to nail down exactly what this is. If you're somebody who has never seen a Carmen video or heard of Carmen before, it's really difficult to sort of nail him down and say this is what he was doing because like Chris is talking about with the sort of Vegas style entertainment, he was a very, very good singer, uh, very, very good at singing uh, the more powerful ballad type stuff. Um, and it kind of had an epic feel when it came time to, for him to make music videos, there's a couple of the early ones that are the kind of that you would more of expect, I guess, from an early nineties music video. Um, but as he developed as a songwriter, they became really story-based. Uh, and the, the videos became more like very short films right. instead of music videos. We're talking about an eight-minute video for a four-minute song. So there's right. half as much content in it that has nothing to do with the song. Uh, he's making short films uh, and that are purposefully evangelistic. So... Um, that's kind of what's going on and was even unusual for the time because even a lot of the Christian artists at the time who were doing music videos were doing what standard music video procedure would be. You have the song, you might have a little bit of stuff that leads into you singing the song, but then you sing the song and then you're done. Uh, Carmen wasn't doing that. He was adding a little bit more story to it. So he was really in the process of building up to making short films and then he ended up making you know, longer films that were still based off of the kind of topics that he was singing about. And he was very much into teaching God in public schools, which is nothing, which, okay, in theory, I like that. I know in reality how that's <laughs> tough to actually make real. I guess a lack of a better term. So maybe, Joe, what struck you about the opening of the video? Maybe we could start there. Um, you know, Carmen's a public school, it seems like. Carmen's teaching God. Carmen's like, you know, there was a Christian well, flag getting, up there. They're getting rid there's a Christian flag up front, like tacked up wide, not the way that you would have an American flag or, or flag, any flag whatsoever in a schoolroom hanging up on one of those holders where it kind of sticks out from the wall. That wasn't happening. This was like tacked up covering part of the blackboard. Yeah. Which is problematic in and of itself. You're covering up part of the blackboard. Now what's Come on, man. Right. If you're going to hang up the flag, leaving like that, hanging up higher so you're not blocking the blackboard. Um, but they were getting <laughs> ready for a test and she was daydreaming or something. So he was like trying to like help them recap for the for the test. And they're talking about. And she was like uh, a high school. Like it focused on this girl that was in the middle of the class, right? Right. Um, and they were the topic was the Middle Ages and. Uh, the I guess the church, uh, the things that the church did wrong in the Middle Ages, he was correcting them into saying that it was not the church doing the things, it was the, the people with wickedness in their hearts who were abusing the, uh, the auspices of the church in order to get the things that they wanted. Um, yeah. Uh, and then she fell asleep while taking the exam again. <laughs> well, and dreamed herself into the uh, the Middle Ages where people were being persecuted. Well, and the strange thing about it was, yeah, people were being persecuted, but it was a, a very weird time where it wasn't even just a 
we hate God, we're going to persecute you. There were some people who were pro-Catholic who were like, if you're not Catholic, mm-hmm. we're going to persecute you. Some people who said, hey, if you're pro-Christian, you know, if you're not Christian, we're going to persecute you. So it was a strange, like, I'm not even sure if karma represented what was really happening at that time super well. Because as we transition to him starting to sing the song as the persecuted person, the song itself is describing how great God is. Right. And the people who were presented in the video as persecuting were not being presented as people who were uh, representing the church. It looked like a low budget Game of Thrones set. Yeah, where it was, they're sitting <laughs> in the great hall. Uh, they did the they didn't have an iron throne, but uh, <laughs> it were yeah. it, they were similarly dressed people up front. So then it wasn't that the church was doing things wrong. It was just regular the regular leadership of the day, and Carmen was just there talking about how great God was. Not necessarily what they were describing was the topic of the quiz. So that well, was if I'm strange. not mistaken, the when when they go into the dream and Carmen's characters being sentenced, the the sentencer, whoever he was, there was kind of a throwaway line where he said the charge against Chris uh, Carmen's character was distributing Bibles to people outside the authority of the church, and then they asked for his, you know, what what's your creed of defense, and then he just launches into God's great. And, and no, t- I mean, I, I'm not a history expert, but I've, I've gone to Bible college seminary. I've got some church history under my belt. I don't recall a time in church history when people were being persecuted for thinking God was great. People were persecuted for distributing the Bible to common people because they were afraid that common people would make a mess of it. But Carmen's declaration of the greatness of God would not have brought about this slander from the Re- Church of England, whoever is Re- carrying Re- out this. Requiring a death sentence. <laughs> and I, I think it just feeds into this. Um, you know, I love Carmen. Uh, I, I think I listened to him on a daily basis throughout high school. Nothing against Carmen. Uh, he was a the ultimate entertainer uh, in the Christian industry. Um, oversimplified a lot of things, uh, I think was very ambitious, really wanted to reach out to teens. But once you're over 40 and you're trying to identify as a 17-year-old, things get weird. And I, I think this kind of falls into that category of there's kind of this glorification of being persecuted uh, for being a Christian that, you know, by and large, People today, they might make fun of you if you're a Christian or think you're narrow-minded. Um, but I think there's kind of this evangelical glorification of being persecuted that I think really kind of fed into what was behind this video. Yeah, but That was and, just my perspective. Yeah, and I don't think it was the correct per- time to talk about persecution. Like It seemed like that time there was a lot of persecution happening, but was it from what the video was talking about? It just... It's like if you really thought about it, now if you just sat there and said, Hey, you know, we shouldn't get persecuted, we need to preach God, I guess you can get past that. But if you really look at that time period, the setting was just very odd and strange. Yeah. 
Well, even at the time, though, we're, I think that was definitely part of the time where a a strong topic for evangelical Christians was the concern that God was being removed from schools. Yeah. Uh, that was a, a major topic at the time. And so this video really sort of plays into that a lot, like what Paul was talking about with the persecution thing uh, and, and trying to cl claim that kind of victimhood. Uh, this video feeds into that pretty heavily into trying to depict a school where these issues are being talked about very openly and publicly with the Christian flag hanging up over the blackboard. Um, there's a lot of the the term now would be signaling going on that um uh, uh like that seems to be happening in this video in order to get people behind this message also the simplification of the topic itself um it may, then it makes it seem like there are very clear answers when obviously there's a lot more nuance to pretty much everything um and it, that nuance is far more interesting to talk about than oversimplifying it and then giving it the, the most straightforward of answers. Um, well, then even with who we, I guess, I assume was the non-Christian public school principal who comes into the classroom and then trips over the garbage can on the way out. It's like, yeah, yeah what was that? Necessary. <laughs> right. And then that same actor i believe played the person who walk goes to walk out of the the great hall and trips over the stairs i they, they did that again i i yeah, can't I, remember if there was another spot where somebody tripped during the fight at the end after the after the ginormous bible that somebody brought into the school <laughs> my gosh yeah i mean it was like it's like with the big you know finely drawn first letter of the chapter and whatever, like it was probably gilded on the side. That was the biggest Bible I've ever seen. Uh, and then that morphs into the, the, the sword. Then you have the awkward fight scene that comes at the end. Uh, well, again, playing into the simplification and uh, the victimhood then leads into the idea that um, Christianity is a, a constant battle. Uh, an active fight that we're responsible for winning um, is, is another theological question mark that goes into uh, this era's depiction of Christianity. <laughs> well, I, I couldn't figure out why the guy tripped. Like, what was their point? Was it trying to be funny? Trying to, trying to be funny and trying to, you know, make that person seem fallible. But if you're trying to While be funny. Carmen and his glorious mullet are definitely virtuous. <laughs> Well, and, and let's talk about that. And I feel bad because the guy just died. And I'm not trying to. He did not uh, die from the mullet. Well, and I don't think it was his. <laughs> like they put on a wig that definitely accentuated the mulletness of of his hairdo. Well, the girl in the video probably is older than high school when the video was shot. But it seemed not very much. Was, I don't think. Was this a high school class he was teaching? I almost thought you oh, were going to ask if this was a high school video that somebody made from yeah. their high school. They <laughs> could make it now. I guarantee you. They could, yeah, what you high school you could make this video now. Well, here's what bothered me. Not as much in this video, but Carmen, and I actually saw a TV interview with him. I was like, you know, prepping for this. And they were talking about how Carmen kind of tried to get into acting a little bit more because mm -hmm. he was singing for a long time. 
in the mid-90s, people started to say, hey, are you willing to cross over? Carmen didn't want to cross over. So Carmen was trying to do some different stuff. And hey, great for Carmen not crossing over anything. But did you see, like he had this video he did from his song, The Champion, where he looked buff. I mean, he was trying to make himself look in this big action star. He was in some other weird, like he was, there was another um, movie where he played a policeman and he got the really good looking girl and everything. And again, I'm not criticizing Carmen saying he's anything worse, but it's like Carmen really wanted to be this action guy, the guy that got the girl. You know, Carmen did get married to right before he died and everything. Um, like this girl in the Great God video seemed to be fawning over Carmen. And again, she was young in the high school, but Carmen's always like this, hey, I'm the man and everything. It was, it was kind of weird. I don't know. I, I, I found that thing odd. So, you know, the girl falls asleep. They go into the Middle Ages time. And Carmen's got this weird mullet on. I, it just was very, it was a very strange look. And, you know, it was a plan right of the apes. Right. And during the plan of the apes, my gosh. Yeah, and, really and you was. talk about this great questioner. So the girl knows the great questioner because that's in the dream. And you know, he's like, "Well, what's your creed? Uh, God's great." Well, that's not your creed. Right. I mean, yeah. deep. that's not what a creed is. But okay, right. <laughs> and then, so the girl, she wakes up, and you're like, "Well, this is your big day," and then. But the girl goes and watches the trial. Like, I didn't know if the girl was being questioned or not. Like, I, I didn't understand. Again, it's. I would say narratively, it got confusing because yes. the opening tells us that she's the main character of this thing, but Carmen right. was supposed to be the main character of the thing. But Carmen had all of the answers at the beginning. So he has no narrative arc. Her coming from somebody who didn't know anything about the past to somebody who's able to take the test. That's the narrative arc. And so she's really the main character, but they kept wanting to make Carmen the main character and he wasn't. Um, so it got, it got real confusing. Um, and I teach script writing um, yeah. as a, as a, as a writer. And so I, I talk about with my script writing students that that's, it's the theory that I, that I've called it. It's the baby duck theory, a baby duck. Uh, when it's a baby, will believe anything is its mother. So you have stories where baby ducks will follow a dog around because the dog has started taking care of them. So that's their mother. We do that as audience members. We will follow anything that we are told at the beginning of our life, right. the beginning of this story. If we identify something as a main character, we're going to follow it. And right. we're following the girl. And then they made Carmen the main character. And it got real strange. And like, I don't know. I don't know who I'm following. The only thing the girl did was hand the, the ginormous Bible right. to Carmen <laughs> when he's on the, the block about ready to get his head chopped off. How does she show up with the Bible? That well, close yeah. to the... So crazy. That yeah, Bible must have weighed 15 pounds. Easy. Yeah, I thought it was weird, too. And again, get extras. I know they didn't have a ginormous budget. Oh, no. You but, but, you know, so funny. he's singing his defense. He gets sentenced to death. They walk outside and it looks like the same group of people. Yeah, yeah the same, same group of people just walked into the another set. Yeah. Right, they're in, they're in the backyard, and usually executions like, oh, this is big. And there was hay. There's yeah. hay for some reason. Yeah, there's hay there. <laughs> Nobody's really doing anything. It's almost like you know, oh well, there's an execution. 
and everything. <laughs> like and it, it is, but it's Thursday. It's execution day. Yeah, and there's like this high priest <laughs> with his Bible. And the high priest is like, do you have any words? And I like how Carmen's like, yeah. <laughs> and you're like, all right. Yeah, you know. I do. It's verse three, baby. Yeah. Oh, let's bring another verse. <laughs> and then the crowd. Why would you give him another verse? Like, you've already sentenced this guy to death. And you're like, well, now that we have this crowd of people, yeah. is there anything that you'd like to say? No, you chop his head off before he had a chance well, to say anything else. And, and you think for the crowd, you know, if it's a a place where they're executing people, people would be a little bit nervous about the the rulers and everything. They'd be scared. Well, when Carmen starts going to verse 3, everyone's like, yeah! <laughs> All the crowds like chanting, going, they light hey, up oh, the hay, hey, light it up, yeah. and start waving it around like a lighter. Yeah. So when Carmen said, yeah, they went from a disinterested, and they weren't even like, yeah, chop his head off. They were like, yeah, whatever. And then as soon as he's like, yeah, <laughs> That must have charged with the crowd because they went from disinterested group of weird execution watchers to, yeah, we're in the car, and let's all dance and cheer. Mm-hmm. And at the same time, the girl looked at, it, at her chance of, let me slip this big Bible to him. Mm-hmm. And the Bible, not only it turns into a sword, which is biblical, you know, they say the Bible is sure. as sharp as a two edged sword. So I guess I get that. But then Carmen transforms his body into old school stereotypical Christian soldiers that you yeah, know wearing that stereotypical like a peasant he was like peasant clothes and all right. of a sudden he, he turned into a crusader. Yes. Yes. Which let's be honest, crusaders are a little more problematic <laughs> than they were viewed in, in nineteen ninety three when this video came out. Like mm, I don't know if you really want to be a crusader right now. Uh, and, and but then all of a sudden it just started the awkward fight scenes. Yeah, and does Carmen having this writer? Because they probably going up to Carmen and say, "Hey, just you know, defeat the guy on the hay with you, and then the video is over." But Carmen's yeah. like, "No, I need four minutes of fight scenes. <laughs> Here I go." So Carmen's like beating up everybody and everything else with and really bad with really bad fight coordination. Like, right. Those are not good fights. Do you think, but Paul, do you think he had, which is fine. I'm not accusing Carmen of anything. I mean, hey, if I was in a cool video, I would want to do something cool in the video. Do you think Carmen told the people, hey, we need at least two minutes of fight scenes to make this work? And they're like, ah. Well, I mean, as as his career progressed, he got really fast. I mean, he got obsessed with boxing. And so I think there's always that, you know, he he loves a good fight scene. Uh, I, I think that was on display here in this one. Well, boxing was the champion. Uh, I watched, oh, what was the, I forget which video, I uh, the other video that I watched, but it was a Western. Yeah. Um, and so there's, there's combat in almost all of these. Uh, again, uh, he came really sort of enamored with the idea of making these things filmic and epic. And so that, that level of combat was part of, um, increasing the epic scale of these videos, and it was always it was always combat, it was always fighting, it was always us uh, uh, us as a Christian uh, group being persecuted who were required to you know uh, to step up and fight on a uh, on our own in order to defend the faith. 
which and do you think, com- which um, coming out of my mouth feels weird. Uh, yes. that's, that's not where <laughs> I am in my beliefs. I think that the fight is, is God's and you know, we're, we're not just purely along for the ride, but, uh, but f- for all intents and purposes, possibly we are <laughs> and, and <laughs> responsibilities, but we're yeah. not the ones winning the fight. Let's just say that. And, and she wakes up at the end and, it's weird. Carmen's like, hey, you only have 20 minutes left in the test, which I thought was strange. I mean, if I fall asleep during a, a, a test, I'm thinking it would wake you up earlier. Or maybe I had a nice I was thinking that you wouldn't wake them up that early. Or at all. If, you're like, hey, <laughs> if you want a nap during this test, that's on you, man. Okay. Like, We'll do the subtle things. I'll, I'll, you know, I, as the professor, I may make some noise up front that might wake you up. But I'm also not going around and shaking people awake. Hey, here's the answer to number four is B. I'm not doing that. I she was, I thought with her hay in that. her hand going, I can I can do this test now. Yeah. I, I'm, you know, I, I'm not a professor, but I've done some adjunct work. And I, I can't imagine as a teacher having a student fall asleep and having awakened from their sleep felt more prepared to take the test than just after you lecturing. Yeah. As a student who has fallen asleep in class, that is not accurate. <laughs> and you both agreed. Like you only have 20 minutes and she's like, oh, I think I'm okay. I'm and good. he's like, yeah, I think you are too. Yeah, yeah. I'm rested up. We can do this. <laughs> and obviously the girl is an amber of car. And I'm not saying anything. It was a little awkward. It was 1993. Yeah. It was a yeah. different time. But I'm going to say that classroom was very tight in terms of everybody being close. And I'd oh. say that I would have said that pre-COVID. But post-COVID, <laughs> you're just like, oh, my gosh, those people are all way too close together. Right. But the way when he was passing down the hall, down the, 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 the row, and passing students and put his hand on her shoulder. Oh yeah. Really just even that yeah. like, man, it's 2021, man. Well, and, and she, Brother, don't and, be touching students. And I'm not saying she's looking at me appropriately, but she looked at him glowingly. I'm sitting here like, Oh, he was very old, very old looking yes. in that video. And oh, she was very young looking. And, and then what was at the end? Was it hay that she pulled out? It was hay, yeah, because she had yes. at some point fallen down and grabbed a handful of hay. I don't know why, but when she came back, she like, and, and the cover sheet of the test said, test. Yeah. Like, really? <laughs> you made a cover sheet for this test? Well, the hay is simple because you they can't afford to rent the horses for the video, so right. you have to have hay to show that there's horses here somewhere. You just she, can't she see couldn't them. have that Bible in her in her hand while her fist was like hand was balled up. She opens her hand, giant Bible appears. Actually, yeah. the giant Bible was in the classroom already, right? I think I it was in the first know. scene. The giant yeah. Bible was already in the classroom. Whew. Very strange. Very strange. Yeah. And it ends with the hay. You would think it would end up with Carmen winking at her or something. Well, that would no. be more creepy. Well, I thought he did. Well, maybe he did earlier. But there, it, was weird. it was weird to see the video end yeah. with the hay. I guess that's what I'm saying. Yeah. Let's see. We get down to the end. <laughs> she has the hay. Yeah, it ends with her <laughs> looking at the hay. Yeah. 
Like she had her hand on the test and there was a piece of hay and then she holds it up in front of her face and there's hay in front of her face. The end. Yeah. It was a weird way of ending. It kind of made me think of the guys that make great God also make Titanic too, because they both ended a very strange. (laughs) I don't know. Let's let's check this out. Is that the new way of filmmaking (laughs) where you just say, we're going to end up in a random spot. Who cares? When we're done, we're done. Yeah, we're done. (laughs) No, if it's the same people that did Titanic 2, everybody in that video would have died. <laughs> it's true. Yes, very true. true. Except for the girl. Except all of the bad guys uh, yes. all transformed <laughs> to have the same black masks on. So, I did, honestly, I didn't know who was who when he was killing them. I can't so, like He chases the guy up to the, the top of the castle or whatever and shoves him off the the uh, the balcony. But I didn't even know who that was. Like, why is this the big fight? Is this the main guy? Is this the guy who's sitting on the Iron Throne or not? I couldn't tell. Because by the time everybody CGI transformed, all of the bad guys were wearing a similar black masks with the hoods. So you didn't know who they were because they were obviously transformed from actors into the stuntmen. I I think part of it is I'm jealous. It's not good filmmaking. But, man, if I could live Carmen's life, I would have. Been buff, been the lead man. I've always thought that what you needed to do was sing yeah. and tour. Yeah. Those were the things that I've always thought. I didn't I, have the heart to tell you before now, but if you look oh, back yeah. in the in the like the little uh, you know, and if you look back in your yearbook, I definitely wrote that in your yes, yearbook. Definitely. Yeah, definitely. yeah. I, we interviewed I a. Mean, oh. to, to end with giving Carmen credit, I mean, this guy became. The cat's oh, meow yeah. in the Christian music industry with just him on a stage with a with background track. Nobody yeah. else on the stage with him. So I mean, that would be tough to do. Hey, he loves a lot of people to Christ, which is good. And you gotta think about it. I mean, I know Christian music was a little bit more cheesier back at that time, but still, as Paul said, he he just had a backup track. So I would say as a as a Christian who uh in college you know, got into doing theater. Uh, Christian, the him and the work he was doing, creating the champion, oh, the champion, um, really set set a lot of standards for um, for young people, young Christians who were wanting to do something that was a little bit more theatrical, and yeah. and to be involved in presentations like that. And standard what uh, the standard was for a long time, Carmen because he was thinking on that scale and he was working on things that would uh, create that template for people to do. So I will also say that as somebody who grew up around that kind of thing, uh, while I have a lot of respect for the fact that he was building that in a time when there wasn't anything, uh, I also now look back on it and think, uh, and and regret that there weren't things that treated uh, the, the this truth with a little bit more nuance that uh, didn't succumb to the kind of uh, 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 spectacle that was going on in a lot of these things that instead treated everything with a little more honesty and more nuance, which is now a lot of the work that I try to do to not get sucked into things that are so over the top dramatic and theatrical that it then reduces very complex truths to oversimplification. Well, and I'm glad, you know, he led people to God, 
Yep. I'll never forget. He though. was a really good singer, like just in the pre-theatrical era. Uh, he could st- I saw him some years back, maybe 10, 12 years back. He visited my parents' church, and I was there that Sunday visiting, and he was there, same backing track, stand on a stage and sing to people, and he's just a really powerful singer and believed very heartfelt in the message that he was trying to get out to people. So there's a lot of respect for that. He was doing the best of the day I saw him in Gun Arena. He actually had bands and dancers behind him. It was one of the first times he did that. And I was impressed. It was kind of crazy. So, all right. Well, we, we're over our time. I'm looking at the time going. I'm, I do not promise right at all. We had more to say about Carmen than you thought. Right. Almost more than even our students' podcast. You know? Right. Maybe we should have a Carmen podcast. But, you know, <laughs> we go through video by video. Yeah, video by video, <laughs> song by song. Yeah, I'm sure the downloads would be way totally a, high. A lot to be said. Let's be honest. There's yeah. a lot to be said about each one of these. I, I'm not sure if people want to hear the things are said. No, I'm, I'm against the confident podcast, they don't, but yeah, but, uh, there would a lot be a lot to be said. Very good. All right. Well, let's know your thoughts about Carmen. Um, if you're like, who the heck are they talking about? I actually have links on this podcast too the video as well. There's a 10 minute behind the scenes link. I haven't watched it yet, but Hey, if you're into it, go for it. It'd be great. All right. Well, Hey, we've done all we can for today. So we'll see you next week for Joe and Paul. We've done all the damage we can do for one week. So yes, this is Chris. Have a great day. All right. Thanks. Good.